Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, welcome back to Transforming Trauma. I'm Eve, and I'm here to share my truth in hopes of inspiring others to share theirs. This podcast truly is helping me to feel more connected, empowered, hopeful, and my intention is to share what's going on in one survivor's corner of the world with you. So tonight's podcast is going to be on the topic of spoken word poetry, because last night I had the opportunity to see two kick-ass spoken word poets um, who came out to Boston and completely blew my mind, and hundreds of other people as well. Their names are Sarah Kay and Andrea Gibson. If you have any trouble finding their YouTube videos, um, contact Rachel, and I will certainly send those along. When I've had the opportunity to write with other survivors or be inspired by spoken word poetry, I'm constantly left in awe that this medicine isn't prescribed by the doctors because the connectedness I feel after the show is not something I can swallow and I don't have to submit it to insurance. It's not something I have to wonder about. Is this helping me? How can I tell? My heart tells me I feel connected. I feel alive. I feel worthy. And I know that I am healing and that I know what my body and heart respond to. It's this poetry. Yet it's been years since I got introduced to these tools. It took so long to discover writing and spoken word poetry were so essential for my own healing like everyone else, I get overwhelmed with the sales of acupuncture, Reiki, body work, DBT, EMDR, trauma groups. Well, shit, I would love to do it all, every day, all day if I could. I'm that committed to my lovely wounds, and I'm sure so are many of you. Um, writing is one thing that the speaker said last night, the poet, was that writing is beautiful because there's space to be heard. That is so simple, but it's so true. And it makes me wonder, maybe there are things that people who love us have trouble hearing. And ideally, we would be able to share our deepest hurt and pain with those that we love. But hey, there was also some hilariously inappropriate poems that were shared. And 
I thought it was awesome that one of the poets had their family in the audience, but I could totally appreciate the liberation in getting to completely self-express and not know a soul in the audience. I guess that's kind of what I'm doing on the podcast, too. So when you realize that your pain can make the most beautiful poems and make someone else's heart break open and finally feel they're not alone, who wouldn't want to try to do a spoken word poem? As Andrea said last night, speaking your truth is the most healing thing, and like her, I want to use my voice to heal myself and others and learn how to break the silence again and again until it's just completely natural and does not take such an effort. So one phrase or stanza from one of her poems, The Nutritionist, by Andrea Gibson, says the following, The trauma said don't write this poem. Nobody wants to hear you cry about the grief inside your bones. My bones said Tyler Clemente dove into the Hudson River, convinced he was entirely alone. My bones said write the poem. Whew. And later on it says, I have been told sometimes the most healing thing to do is remind ourselves over and over and over other people feel this too. So now I can't recite her poem with, with the kind of rhythm and, and noise that she evokes, but I did try to write a little stanza of my own based on a frustrating moment I had with a therapist recently who used the word stuck which I really didn't appreciate because it reminds me of something that my mother has said, that her therapist told her that I am stuck, that my trauma is stuck. So I just did a little bit of journaling, and this is what I came up with. It's not a complete thought, but I just wanted to share it as maybe in a few years when I'm a spoken word artist touring the world, you'll all have heard where I started from. Stuck. Gum gets stuck when you're too lazy to throw it out. Your car gets stuck in the snow. Your hair gets stuck in a zipper. The bead got stuck in my nose when I was too young to know where you could put things. But my trauma is stuck? Fuck. Don't tell me I'm stuck if you can't unstick me. Am I sticky with trauma? Are you confirming my worst fear that it's all over my body and brain? It's spread like illness and won't stop bringing me down until I surrender? So that's what I got for tonight. One idea that I heard in an interview with Andrea Gibson, because I honestly woke up this morning and did not have enough of her, or them, rather. They go by them. This is a prompt that they offered. Write about things you don't yet love about yourself. There's love in doing that. Another one is imagine in kindergarten if there was a curriculum and how to love and celebrate yourself. So if you're looking for some creativity... Why don't you take a a journal out this week or this weekend and see what you come up with. I would love to hear what you do if you feel like sharing it. Um, But I wanted to also put a plug in for a mentor of mine, another creative arts and survivor healing opportunity. If you know anyone in Cambridge or near Boston, Donna Jensen is performing What She Knows November 12th at 7 p.m. And the evening will also include a Speaking Truth to the Next Generation, a quilt exhibit about incest um, by the founder of the Survivor Quilt Project, which is really incredible, an art project created by Mothers of Survivors. It actually, this, this last piece is what solidified my idea to bring my own mother to this event, which will be a very interesting experience, to say the least. Hasn't been an easy decision. Um, but if you are not near Boston and are wondering about 
how to get connected to local arts and communities of survivors, um, definitely reach out to Rachel and she can put you in touch with me because I would love to be that person who who helps you find those local resources because it took me so long to do that myself. And it's the kind of thing that I, I wish that my mother could have, you know, been the person to be helping me find these resources. But so many of us survivors don't have that that safety net or that, you know, opportunity with, with families. So I want to help to be that person if I can be a connector like I love to be. So that's all I got for you tonight. But if you have any ideas about spoken word or how it's helped you in your healing, I would love to connect. I think that it makes a lot of sense that people are drawn to poetry when they're not feeling so great. Um, There's obviously a lot of uplifting poetry and whatnot, but right now it feels truly, truly comforting to be able to tune in and, and connect with somebody's beautiful art through spoken word. So I hope that you'll give it a sh- give it a shot and see if it's for you, if it can be part of your healing journey. Um, I also wanted to put a big final plug in for Beyond Surviving, the podcast, and rachelgrantcoaching.com. Um, thanks so much for listening. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.